Welcome everybody, Shia number 689. We're learning today Lerfu Shalema Zafir Yisrael Ben Dina Elkish Takaver Fu Shalema Yisrael. Getting back to Amalach of Korea tearing. Okay, I just want to talk a little bit today about if one forgot to cut toilet paper before Shabbos, how and what, you know, how and where and when to go about it in which way. Okay, so just to backtrack, as we know, cutting toilet paper on Shabbos in general, in the regular way, is usr. Um, it could be two of the Lamates Malachas. Number one, it could be Korea tearing Almanas Lasakin for a constructive purpose. And number two, not it could be, it is. And number two, it could be Machatech cutting something down to size, which is another of the Lamates Malachas because of the fact that a person, they want one square, two squares, they cut it on the perforated line. So that could be Machatech also if somebody cuts it down to a specific size. So as we see, cutting toilet paper the regular way on Shabbos is to absolutely usher. Um and all toilet paper has to be cut before Shabbos. And like we always say, it should be put on our list and, you know, everybody should have it ready before Shabbos. Or the other option is one should have, uh, many people use, as we said last, and we said a few shirim ago, a regular box of tissues, Kleenex, uh, Aspen or whatever. Okay, but now the question comes up, what about if one forgot? So it brings down the Sefer Lamates Malachis um, going through the Indian, and let's see, in, you know, it comes up, it happens. People got stuck sometimes. Uh, might be in a hotel, it might be a person as a place, but they might be by somebody else even, and they realize that the person forgot to cut, or even somebody at somebody's own house, they forgot to cut, and they forgot to put out tissues, um, and there's nobody around, and what do you do? You only have a roll of toilet paper that was not cut. Okay, so the first case scenario, first step he brings down, doesn't say Flam Tes Melochas, is uh, if possible to ask a, a guy to do it, a non-Jew to do it. He says like this, in the event that regular tissues are not available, like our case, and toilet paper was not previously cut, one may hint to a non-Jew, to a guy, that the toilet paper, to hint, again, we said the hint, that the toilet paper cannot be used unless it's cut. The problem is if, if hinting is not effective, then the uh, then the non-Jew may be instructed directly. Okay, we're not going to get into all the reasons right now when we learn Amir La'akam talk, telling a guy to do something, hinting to a guy. Uh, we're going to see certain times covered abrius uh, comes into play. But um, we're not getting into that right now at all, but we just want to go through the various different steps in case one actually forgot because it comes up that people forget. So then the, the non-Jew is then allowed to cut the um, what was anticipated will be needed for the duration of Shabbos or Yom Tov. You can't cut for the whole week, but he could cut whatever you need for Shabbos. Now, he brings down uh, uh, important that one should not specifically request that the paper be cut along the perforated lines. You can't tell the guy, well, cut me on the lines, cut me this amount, that amount, whatever the case is, as would be equivalent to requesting a performance of an additional malachas, because you would be telling the guy to do a malacha of not just tearing, but also mechatech, uh, cutting something down to size, which one cannot do. Oh, then he says further that if Taka, the guy, the non-Jew, um, you know, on his own, he's going to, it makes it easier for him. The non-Jew may, would now go ahead and tear the paper, uh, you know, on the perforated line. He wants to tear it on perforated line. It just makes life easier for him, as they say. So then even along the perforated line, since he would be allowed to do it even since he's doing so only for his own convenience. It just makes it easier. And not solely for the, for the, for the you know, for the Yid, um, for the Jew, he's doing it because it makes it easy. It's called a daita denafshe. Okay, so that's one one way to go about it in such a case where mamish somebody doesn't have a box of tissues. Of course, you have to try and find a box of tissues, open tissues. If it's not open, then you got another problem. But if you have open tissues, like we said, Aspen, Kleenex or whatever, so obviously that's the way one has to go. 
Okay, so then the next step is he brings down the Sefer Lamentes Malachas again on page eight forty three. If a non Jew or guy is not available, or one discovers the deficiency while uh, the person's in the bathroom itself, he can't find the guy. Obviously, in such a case, what do we do? So the easiest way to do it, which is not so comfortable, but he does bring down one should attempt, if possible, to use the paper while it's still attached to the roll. Then the person would leave the um, the end of the paper in the bowl itself. In the toilet bowl. Okay, so then then um, so then he leaves the end of the right. So so then what then one would actually be allowed to flush. The 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 the, the, the paper is still attached to the roll, it's in the toilet bowl, it's already wet, so it's probably gonna tear off by itself when one flushes. So he brings down the mice, so there is no uh, no real restriction against flushing in such an instance, even though the wetted end of the roll, that dirty part of the paper, it's now wet, it's in the toilet bowl and so on, is likely to be torn off by the force of the water when one flushes. It's probably going to be torn off because it's now it's wet and it's very weak. Um, it's going to get detached as it drains from the bowl and going down. So in this case, it's uh, definitely definitely a case of covered abrius. Um, and you have over here, number one, you have it's a grummer. The whole thing is a grummer. In other words, the tearing is really indirect. It's not going to, it's, it's going to happen. It's like, uh, you know, uh, uh, indirect force. Um, it's not the regular way whereby one tears toilet paper, bechlal, it's kalachiyad, it's with a shinoi. Possibly we're going to say it's tearing for a destructive purpose. So you have more than enough what to rely on over here to do it in such a case like that. Again, they use it on the roll, put it in the that pot, uh, leave it in the toilet bowl, flush it, and then they give a flush and the chayra gets pulled down. Now, now, one should try as much as possible not to, you know, to hold the roll and just let it happen by itself. If one feels that by flushing the toilet one second, the whole roll might start to roll into the bowl, then you got a problem, obviously. So what one could do, be- best not to, if they feel they really have to, to hold it with, hold the roll of toilet paper, you know, just put pressure, I guess, with one's elbow um, and flushing and then let it tear off like that because you're not really doing anything. Again, you're just holding it with your elbow. Preferably not to do that um, because, again, it's an extra action. But if you need to hold with one's elbow, flush, and then then it, for sure it's going to tear off. Um, into the toilet bowl. Now, if for, for whatever reason that doesn't work, it brings down the both the Sefer Lamentas Malachas and the Sefer uh, Shabbos Home. Just to read the Lushen from the Sefer Shabbos Home on page 98, if for whatever reason neither of the aforementioned procedures can be employed, in other words, hinting to the guy, uh, putting it in the toilet, letting it flush down, for whatever reason, that's not going to work. It's too offensive. The person just can't do it. So then it would be allowed. One would be, this is the last case scenario, as they say, this should be like the last on the list. It would be, one would be permitted to tear the paper from the roll in an unusual fashion. How should he do it? By tearing, for example, with, with one's teeth, um, with the one's elbows, or with one's feet, which is a little bit harder, probably. So when doing so, one should tear the paper from the roll at random lengths, of course, and should not divide the cuts. Make Try as much as possible not to cut it into small pieces from on the perforated lines or so on, because then, again, you're getting into another malacha of machatech, cutting something down to size, which is really what you don't need. You just need the, the, the piece of toilet paper. You don't need a specific size over here.
in other words, to get by. Um, and the reason he so he explains the safe alarm, explains the safe Shabbos home that the reason this will be okay, in other words, in, with with uh, again with these shinoyim teeth, elbows, feet, something like that, not to tear it, definitely not to tear it in the regular way. But the reason why it would be okay with these shinoyim is that the tearing is um, um, that the tearing is in an unusual fashion. It's done with a shinoi, and it's also midrabanan. And extreme cases of covered abrius like this, of course, the, the, there's uh, you know uh, the, there's no greater covered abrius than such a case like this. One getting stuck in the bathroom. So then we're gonna then the um, that the uh, the dispension of the sake of maintaining human dignity again, which is covered abrius, it would be okay to do. It's not something that's allowed to be done at all in this specific case of covered abrius, which is the ultimate case of covered abrius. Um, it would be okay. He brings this down, by the way, from the Shalzashuvah's Chalkas Yaakov. He brings it down from the Tzitz Eliezer um, and others. Just one more shinoi, one more uh, way of tearing it, not in the usual manner. It brings down the Sefer Lamentes Malach. It's also uh, different than the Sefer Shabbos home, that when tearing the paper in these circumstances, one must do it in a, um, with a shinoi. He brings a different way, a backhanded manner. For example, this can usually be accomplished by unrolling a length of paper and pressing on it against a wall or available surface or something like that with one's knuckles, with one's fist or both hands or the like, preferably using elbows, uh, teeth is a little bit easier uh, as far as a shinoi goes. It's a bigger shinoi. Um, but if need be, one has to use the knuckles, fists um, in a backhanded fashion uh, also would be okay. It also would be considered a shinoi. In other words, what's taking effect over here is the the actual tearing is not being done in a regular way, bringing it down to a dirabonon. Uh, when it's done in the regular way, it's a derisa. And a derisa, we do, most of the time, we don't allow a derisa, in, even in cases of covered habrius. Um, again, the word covered habrius meaning human dignity. It's a human dignity type of a thing, obviously. And the, the uh, certain halachas are relaxed in certain instances. It's not something that we could apply across the board. I want to make that very clear. And again, in this case also, like he brings down, uh, if one does it with the knuckles or, or backhanded or the like, also being careful, trying not to tear it on the perforated lines and not to tear it into specific sizes. Just randomly to tear it like this, you're only dealing with the iser of Korea, Midrabanan, and you don't get into the whole issue of Machatech cutting something down to size. Lamaisi does bring down, however, one need not be cons- become overly concerned that the paper uh, does in fact be torn along the perforated line. You try not to in case uh, it slips and it went on the perforated line. Okay, so it wasn't a psychratia, so it's nothing. But uh, one should be careful, try not to do it. But again, he does end off, does a safe alam tesmalachas. However, it should, this is only a case of extreme covered uh, abrius, human dignity. However, it should be emphasized that this is not halachically preferred, the preferred course of action. One has to try the other um, ways that we mentioned previously. But again, it just goes to show how important the importance of a person has to have a list, they have to be ready before Shabbos and make sure everything is done. They shouldn't come into these um, issues. It does come up, things happen, but especially when somebody goes away, hotel and so on, but one has to be extremely careful as much as possible, even if they do they do go away, to make sure that they're prepared, whether a box of tissues or pre-cut toilet paper by even somebody's house, hotel, whatever it might be, um, they shouldn't run into these problems. Thank you for listening. Aslochem, Baruch HaKultov.